Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your hosts, Dan and Danny. Okay, welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. We have a uh, guest. We do. In-house. In-house. Yes. We've had guests in-house before. We well, have Alex. Alex from Alex Guelph. Alex from Guelph. Thank you, Alex, for being on the show. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, Alex reached out to us through our email mm-hmm. and said that he had just recently discovered us and likes the podcast and has a whole bunch of spooky stories to share. So I said, hey. Why don't mm-hmm. you come on the podcast, which I think surprised you a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Because he was like, like, well, what do you want a guy like me for? And I was like, well, <laughs> you can't always have psychics and mediums and demonologists and Michelle yeah, Rochers, right? So yeah. we need the regular that's folks right. out yeah. there to share their stories as well. So let's describe, Alex, how regular of a guy you are. <laughs> well, you He's know, pretty normal debatable. looking. Yeah. <laughs> Age group? Uh, 34. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I work in a corporate office job. Mm-hmm. Uh, live with my wife in Guelph and Guelph, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm a pretty normal person, but you know, it just goes to show that uh, even normal folks you meet on the street might have weird stories to tell you. It's certainly true. Now, from a young man up, uh, believe well, in the paranormal or no? I'd say I kind of always did. Um, now, I'd say, so I'd, I'd, I'd been raised to believe, like you guys say all the time, there's no such thing as coincidences. That's right. something that uh, my, do- my dad actually told me when I was young. And so I grew up believing that as well. And, uh, you know, I've always thought that there's more to reality than just kind of the the surface stories that we hear. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, now, you didn't grow up in Guelph. No. Tell us a little bit about your background. And- well, I was born in Greece, uh, just near Athens, and I lived there till I was around two. I'm not Greek at all. Both my parents are Canadian. Hmm. Uh, I moved back to Canada with my mom when I was two, and I lived around uh, Montreal, Quebec. And, hmm. uh, yeah, now I've been living in southern Ontario for about uh, six years. All right. Yeah. Cool. And uh, just to let everybody know, we're back in the Haunted Harrison Theater. Yes. Just in case uh, <clears throat> they want to keep their ears out for any EVPs that come through the yeah. the microphone or, yep. their, or their speakers. And uh, as, a, as a fan of the podcast, it's kind of interesting coming here to see where the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> the basement of the theater. Yeah. yeah. With its old pine uh, yeah. paneling and... Yeah. And dated. we will take you up into the dated everything, yeah. the theater a little later, and yeah. see what we can catch up there. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm probably the first fan you've had on here. Who, I, uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know uh, Dan. Just recently, you put out on Facebook about uh, tell us your stories, and uh, we're getting a few replies. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, people are starting to warm up. Yeah, you know, I know we're not Jim Wilson or or no, what's that guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. Howard, some uh, Jim Howard. There you go. Is what that right? Jim Harold. Jim, Jim Harold. There Thank we go. You. Thank you. I Sorry, knew I was, Jim. I knew I was getting close. He doesn't listen to us but, anyway. I mean, that guy gets people's ghost stories every podcast. Yeah. So we'll get there. Oh yeah. Maybe Alex will. 
Well, I think know, break the yeah. bubble here and the trailblazer. Geographics, geographics as well. Yeah. I think. Well, it's all over it's, the phone. Some are more uh, open to others in in True. certain areas. I mean, yeah. if you lived in Salem, Massachusetts, there uh, maybe you know you might be having a lot of stories to share. We've got a Salem, Ontario. It's just down the street. <laughs> There's a ghost or two in there. <laughs> That's true. So, Alex, when was the big breakthrough that you said, okay, there's something out there, i got to figure out what this, what's going on? So, when I was a teen, I would get a lot of sleep paralysis experiences. Oh, wow. Um, so, I'd be, you know, a lot of them are kind of the, the typical one that you'd hear, where kind of it's just, you know, some kind of anxiety-inducing thing. Uh, it's funny, a lot of my experiences were when I was in college and I would nap between classes in the library. <laughs> okay. And uh, so I'd be sleeping like lying yeah. on the desk and I'd wake up, I couldn't move and uh, I, I would have people come up and talk to me or it seemed like they were talking to me and I couldn't respond or anything. Um, but the one that really kind of freaked me out and uh, got me wondering about, you know, the paranormal type stuff was one time when uh, my friends and I had gone out to a movie. I started to get a really bad migraine. And uh, they were going to go hang out. And I was like, oh, listen, i got to head home. I'm not feeling great. So I went home and I lay down on my bed. And I was listening to some music on my iPod. And I kind of dozed off. And, and then a little while later, I heard the front door slam. And I was the only person home. Uh, like my parents were at work and everything and uh, I hear these heavy footsteps coming down the hallway towards my bedroom and so I want to hear what's going on right so I try to turn my iPod off but I couldn't move my arm all the way Hmm. Uh, eventually I managed to kind of get it to flip over but I couldn't push the buttons or anything and uh, this part is weird I managed to hold my arm up to the window and what I saw, it wasn't my arm, it was like the branch of a tree. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know how to explain that, but that that's what I saw and I heard these footsteps coming closer and closer towards my bedroom and uh, I started to, to panic. Uh, I couldn't move. Um, something was coming. I didn't know what it was. And then right as it got outside my door and stopped... I kind of snapped out of it. Right. So I didn't wake up or anything, but I could move again. I could turn my uh, iPod right. off. And I get out. No one out there. Uh, front door's closed. So nothing, that kind of nothing to do. Wondering. Nothing to do with a migraine medication. No, I didn't take any uh, medication yeah. or anything. Okay. Just, so, just to clear that. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, that was kind of something that made me think, yeah. okay, what's going on there? Right. Like, I've, I've had a few other sleep paralysis experiences, but nothing like that. Right. kind of... Because a part of it also is kind of... I felt like if it had come into my room, something bad would have happened, but... Right. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so, sleep paralysis, maybe Dan can describe that a little bit, what that all entails. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm interviewing him. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's only happened to me once. Right. It wasn't that long ago. I don't know if I talked about it too much on the mm-hmm. podcast, but it, it was similar yeah. to Alex's ex, you know, experience where I was laying there, and I, I was awake, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but 
and people were coming in the room. You know, it, like it was my wife came in the room, you know, my son came in the room, but it was just like shadow people versions of them. Oh, like okay. I knew it was them because I could see the outline, like like the cutout right. of them. And I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. The only thing I could do was make like guttural noises, like yeah. like yeah, like try and like call out. But mm-hmm. you know, you sound like a bozo, right? You're yeah, like, like sound like uh, the guy from Goonies, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, you guys, yeah, you guys. <laughs> and then eventually, I, I snapped out of it, and my my wife came in the room, my real wife, mm-hmm. and she said, she says, "What are you doing in here?" She <laughs> says, "You're yelling and you're screaming and hooting and hollering." Yeah. And I'm like, "What? I I didn't say anything." Yeah. And uh, I didn't tell her what I was doing. I just said, oh, I was dreaming. And, you know, I fell asleep and I had some crazy dream. But even like the shadow person of my son came in, mm-hmm. jumped up on the bed beside me. And was like, hey, dad, what's going on kind of thing, as he usually does. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but it was, it's such a weird, it, it's so hard to describe. Yeah. Because yeah. you're totally aware of what's going on. Yeah. And you can't move, you can't speak. And I know it affects a lot of people. Right. Like I've researched it on Facebook and there's people that, uh, like there's Facebook pages dedicated to yeah. sleep paralysis. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Some related to aliens. Some, some yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, some people it happens to them all the time. Some people, you know, they'll, they'll say, oh yeah, it happened to me back in 1982 or 1996. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So why has it only happened once? Or right. why has it happened to some people, like, weekly? Yeah. And is it a paranormal right. phenomena? Or is it something yeah. you're, you know, the yeah. you know the wires in your brain get crossed or, or whatever? Yeah. But, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. I thought, well, that was a paranormal thing. Yeah. Know, because it's never happened before. And with all the stuff that we've been doing and, right. you know, the stuff that... You know, John yep. and I have been right. encountering oh, yeah. and, you know, the, the nasties and the growlies and all these things. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that right. it's not something paranormal or, or if it is just your brain, your yeah. body and your brain get your right. wires crossed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's basically when you just are literally paralyzed. Yeah. yeah, You go to sleep and you wake up, but you can't move. Yeah. And some people will see, like, shadow people right. uh, floating mm-hmm. above them. Yeah. Or they'll see people in the room. Like the, some people have seen aliens, Grace, yeah, right. that sort of thing. And, and I Alex, think you were uh, more or less audi- well, audio, right? You, so, you heard. So I've had a few of them. I had some that were similar to Dan's where I, I had like family members or friends come into the room and they were talking to me, but I couldn't respond or anything. No, were they really there or is it just. They were not really there. They were like shadow people, yeah. right? Well, they. So, yeah. So, well, I. I Could you I see could them see clearly? Them. Yeah. Okay. But uh, then I had one, this was once again in the library at my college, where it was this just matte black figure, like a tall human, but just no features, totally black. Right. And he just kind of stood next to me and said something in a language I couldn't understand. Then he reached out and touched me on the nose. (laughs) Oh, wow. He booped you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so that one was weird. But uh, definitely the only time I actually felt scared was that uh, time where the thing was kind of walking down the hall towards me. And you had the tree branch arm. Yeah, which... You were weird grew, detail, you were but for a, uh, yeah, a yeah, short yeah. For a second. but it's like like I was smacking my iPod, and I'm like, why can't I push this button? And I hold yeah. my arm up. Mm. But uh, 
I had, so I had a few of these experiences. It was mostly in my late teens, early 20s, and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I had the experience was uh, when I had just met my wife, when like when we were just dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had left the room to go do something, and I kind of dozed off. And I woke up again and saw her come into the room, and she looked really mad, like pissed off. <laughs> and she, I was trying to call her name, but it's like you said, you know, you're like, yeah, you sound like you're being yeah. choked. Or... And so she, this this angry version of her, just walks over and shoves a pill in my mouth, huh. and then walks out of the room. She red pilled you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then I snap out of it and I go and ask her, like, did you just come into the bedroom? She was like, no. <laughs> So Did you just try to feed me a cyanide yeah. capsule, and so I was like, "Could have been the blue pill. Could have been the blue but, pill." You know, like <laughs> those, those kinds of ones, I wonder if it's more just psychological or something. Like a bad dream. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, the, I mean, the brain is. I mean, people, science are still yeah. trying to figure out the brain, right? Yeah. yeah. They say we only use ten percent of it, so maybe that. Yeah. That night or whatever, yeah. you're using twelve percent. Yeah. Right. You never <laughs> yeah, know. Could be. Yeah. So that's like so. that's John has a theory that uh, psychics and mediums use a little bit more percentage of their brains, mm-hmm. right? And that's why they're in tune, or they see things, or hear things, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But how do you how do you test that though? Yeah. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah and that. I've heard some theories on uh, sleep paralysis too, where it's it's almost like your family or whoever shows up, but you're not supposed to be involved in the conversation so right. you are frozen and you know mm. but you're partially there and you can't react type of thing so mm. it's almost like they're having a meeting without you right it's like no he's not supposed to know this so right <laughs> hmm. yeah, <a> lot, <laughs> what are you doing here then <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of theories and a lot of yeah. speculation and so. yeah so that kind of well so i'd always been interested in the paranormal like from a young age like you know, mm-hmm. the magazines about UFOs and all that stuff and the X-Files and yep. everything. But uh, that's kind of when I was, I started to wonder if it was kind of, maybe there's something to it. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, I'd been interested from a young age. And uh, as I said, kind of, I got a lot of weird ideas from my dad, like the idea of there being no coincidences. And mm-hmm. he was very into the idea of reincarnation and past lives. Okay. So that's kind of something I grew up, you know, just having right. that in my head. Yeah, um, I went to university for anthropology because I was really interested in kind of different cultural belief systems. Hmm. And studying that, a lot of it, there was a lot of stories about kind of magical things happening. And, you know, uh, anthropology is a lot of ethnography where they're just kind of re- like passively reporting on whatever's going on. And so, you know, you'd be reading these reports and then, like, just some weird stuff would show up, like uh, spirit possessions mm-hmm. and things like that. So, you know, I got kind of interested in that. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, we have we have traditions of that even here. Like, you can see channelers on YouTube and stuff. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of kind of interesting roots to that. And I'm just going to cut in and say we have multiple spirits <laughs> in the room today. They've joined us? Oh, yeah. There's like three or four <laughs> for sure. Yeah. My entourage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know. They might have followed you from wherever. Yeah. Or they're just the ones from the theater checking you out. <laughs> yeah. But there's someone keeps walking back 
right here, and there's a couple at the end of the table there. <clears throat> I wish they would touch the K2 meter. You got any kind of visual details of them or anything? No. Just presences? Yeah, well, I, I could see them. Like, I could see uh, swishes of color and mm -hmm. things. I wish John was here because yeah. he's, <laughs> he's more in, in tune than I am, but yeah, he's not. <laughs> so, so, Alex, you say... Uh, you are sort of sensitive to these things. Yeah, I'm I'm semi-sensitive, but like yeah, I have I've grown like I've I've got family members who are a little more sensitive. Like right. my mom's had lots of interesting experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, like we lived in uh, Montreal West, a suburb of Montreal, and uh, in this really old house, like over a hundred years, and uh, my mom would have weird kind of experiences there like one day she was in the bathroom and like brushing her teeth and she looked in the mirror and saw a world war one soldier behind her like in full uniform whoa and turn yeah. around there's no one there yeah uh she she would ha she had a one experience where her aunt called her on the phone in the middle of the night like 3 a.m she's like oh why, why are you calling and you know she's like oh i just want to say hello and then the next day she found out that her aunt had died that night. Oh, no. So it was like she was getting the phone call to oh. kind of let her know that she was okay. Mm -hmm. That's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I've yeah. heard stories like that before. Yep. Yeah. So she she had, so, you know, growing up with these mm. kind of weird stories, you think, oh, yep. maybe it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so then kind of fast forward a little bit. And uh, when I moved here to, to Guelph, uh, we we got an apartment. My sister in law kind of scouted out for us and thought, you know, it was perfect for us. It was cheap, which uh, in this area it's hard to find anything cheap. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, we moved in. The first time I was in there, I kind of just felt this uh, like it was a sadness. Like it felt really wow. dark in there, just kind of a sad vibe. But I didn't really think too much about right. it. And this is downtown. This is yeah. the old part of Guelph. Right? Yeah, that's right. Limestone and well, lots yeah. of limestone lots buildings. Of old limestone yeah. buildings. The Speed River is right there. Yeah. And yeah. But uh, so yeah, I, I didn't really think about it too much, and we lived there for a few years. And uh, since I'm into all this weird stuff, I had uh, gone to this. Um, it was a festival called Occulticon in Ontario. Oh, I've uh, never heard of it. Yep. Yeah, you better look that one up. It's yeah. only uh, there's only been two so far. Okay, it's okay. happened twice. But uh, so I was there, and I went to speak with uh, a medium. You know, get a reading. So I thought, oh, that's cool. You can get a reading. <laughs> sure. And she mentioned that uh, she thought that my apartment was haunted, and that this thing was kind of siphoning energy off of me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I never really thought of that. But I went home. And asked my wife, who is now she's sensitive to this stuff, but she just kind of dismisses it. She's like, if I don't pay attention to it, it's not real. Right. <laughs> so I ask her, hey, um, do you think our apartment might be haunted? Like, you know, just casually. And she's like, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for telling me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? And she said, oh, you know, it's if I don't acknowledge it, it's not real. If you ignore it, it'll go away kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, I ask her for some more details, and she's like, oh, you know, it's a girl. She lives in our bathtub. Um, <laughs> and she live. said, and she really likes you. <laughs> oh. hmm. And so uh, and so after that, we... Uh, Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear it. What, is, what was Did it? Did you hear that? 
<laughs> it sounded like a like a okay. If anybody's listening, yeah, <laughs> back up and see if you hear something yeah. weird. It sounded like a like a girl like going or something like that was really weird. Yeah. You guys didn't hear it. My, my chair okay. creaks a bit, but not like that. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen a little closer. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are in the the theater. Yes. So there's always something going on here. Yeah. But I swear I heard like a female voice go like that, just hmm. as you were talking about the girl in the bathtub. Yeah. So, so yeah, well. Please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. Yeah. So like I, I you know, I, I'd had weird feelings in the place, like, you know, kind of just feeling lonely, kind of feelings of isolation and stuff. Um, Didn't you say in your email that she looked like the girl from the ring? <laughs> That's what my from wife told me, yeah, oh. like the long black, black hair. Oh, like no. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. That's, that's enough to that's move. Freaky, yeah. So, well, we didn't move. We lived there for a few more years. But uh, after that, kind of when I, when I started thinking, oh, there might be something here, then I was, you know, a little more open to it, trying to pay a little more attention. And we would, like hear banging on the pipes in the bathroom uh weird sort of like taps and knocks in in the kitchen um it was mostly you know just small things you could mostly ignore uh one weird thing that happened was a bottle fell off of the top of our fridge and smashed a bowl and you know you can explain it away you can be like oh you know the fridge was maybe vibrating or something right um but uh the thing that kind of was the weirdest was one morning, my wife got up at like six in the morning or something, and she was in the kitchen and she had her bottle of uh, like medication because she had an infection or something. And the bottle was on the counter and she saw it, it was full of pills, she saw it fall over without making a sound. Like it was sound. Like someone picked it up and moved it. Yeah, but like even then you should have heard something because it's full of pills, right? You'd right. hear a rattle or something. Hmm. Um, now my theory about that is that the spirit of the girl had committed suicide in the tub yeah and that she had overdosed overdosed on something Hmm. so just trying to tell you yeah that's what I'm thinking or show you or whatever but uh, you know did you ever see the girl yourself in my mind's eye I did Um, Mm -hmm. like you sometimes you'd you know be watching TV or something and you just pop into your head yeah and you'd feel this kind of like oppressive feeling from kind of the hallway where the bathroom is. Did right. you get a like a, a negative? You said it was home? more sad, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So like you know, kind of you guys talk about how ghosts kind of feed off fear and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I the, think yeah, they they charge up on your emotions. I and... think this one, the emotion that she was keyed into, is more depression and despair, right. like sadness, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like. She, the, the feeling I got was that, like, she's very isolated in this place. Like, you know, the, that she'd made a mess. Like, she wouldn't clean or anything. And, you know, seeing the mess everywhere would, you know, get her even more depressed and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, when our house was messy, that's when the activity would actually pick up. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, so I wasn't, I'm not really afraid of these things, so I wasn't, like, getting scared of it. But, you know, like, the hair goes up on the back of your neck and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, we would have, like, some nights where we'd be lying in bed and you'd just, like, feel this kind of, like, 
oppressive feeling like someone's kind of standing over the bed watching you and everything mm. um, wow but uh, you know I think that w- I actually think that we managed to help her cross over eventually because I would uh, I'm a big meditator and sometimes I'd be meditating and she'd pop into my head mm-hmm. and you know I'd have these kind of one-sided conversations like you know you've passed on I'm really sorry you uh, need to go you yeah. need to move along and I think eventually everything just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. So maybe it worked. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. But uh, I, I get the feeling she wasn't bad, but maybe not so good either. <laughs> well, she, you know, if she was suicidal and she actually, someone actually did, you know, commit suicide in your apartment, yeah. then she would have, you know, more likely suffered from some mental health issues. Yeah. And... You know what, I always thought that if you have a physical or mental disability mm-hmm. and you die, yep. that all that goes away. Right. But apparently it doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I've had like, I can't remember who told me, maybe it was Michelle DeRoche, that uh, you still carry carry on with it. Um, yeah. And John and I, uh, and you've, you've listened to most of the podcasts, yeah. like we've moved a couple of spirits and they all, most of them, all seem to have some mental health issues. There was the one kid in Hamilton where he had committed suicide, yeah. and he was the one that was projecting himself as this big gray yeah, hooded, yeah. hooded uh, <laughs> demon, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the one that was turning on the circular saw in the basement right. when it wasn't even plugged in. You know, <laughs> yeah. and we moved him, and he was, you know, he was like eighteen, I think, eighteen or nineteen, and. Uh, killed himself for whatever reason and I guess felt well you know I, I can't move along because I've committed the ultimate sin yeah and where okay. I'm going you know they got a special right. special fire <laughs> going yeah. for me but we convinced yeah. him to move and all the activities stopped mm-hmm. so and maybe you yeah. with your meditative stuff and just kind of talking to her like you said you convinced her you yeah. know you want sweetheart you don't have to stay here you can move on, and yeah. there'll, there'll be somebody there to help you and, and guide you. And Yeah. So. And, you know, I think with depression, too, like, people kind of, when they get into that kind of lower state, it, it becomes almost comfortable. Like, they don't want to kind of break out of that. Right? For sure. Yep. Or they, they just don't know how to. Yeah, right? exactly. They, they need someone like yourself <laughs> to, to guide them out yeah. of it, right? Yeah. And, you know... I think that that kind of, the, the intersection we were on, there's some weirdness there. Like, there'd be car crashes on that. Well, I know I know the corner lot. you're talking about. Yeah. And it's shaped like a crazy V. Oh, uh, no, this one, is, it's an X shape. Oh, is it the, uh, oh okay. I, I'm talking I know about the one you're thinking about. I know the one I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, like, I remember one year we saw three car crashes just from our living room. And it's not a busy neighborhood or Stop throwing banana peels off your (laughs) balcony. Our neighbors will get into domestic arguments a lot and stuff. So there's a lot of kind of negative energy there. Hmm. So I wonder, you know, if that was kind of feeding it. You never know. She was was zeroing in on the weaker-minded neighbors and... I don't know. Getting them all riled up. And, uh, you know, it it sounds kind of weird, but uh, you guys have said a lot of things happen for a reason. And I think me and my wife actually went to that apartment for that reason like we we lived there for five years and i think we were there to kind of help help that person move along sure yeah at least you know i'll accept that 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? No, I, I think e- exactly. Some sometimes I, you're just you're meant to, to be yeah. there, and yeah. you 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 and your wife understand them, right? Yeah. So or understand that they're there and maybe need help. So yeah. see, that's the thing that bothered bothers me quite a bit, and I think about this a lot. Is how many spirits? Like you think about how many spirits are in this building. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a couple. Sometimes there's dozens. Right. right? And you got to wonder. Like if they if we can cross back and forth from wherever we go, yep. Or, or how many are here because they're afraid to move on, or stuck here, in some way. Yeah. You know, and you're thinking like, where's you know, and and this bothers me quite a bit. It's like, well, where are those where's those people, to say, hey, you know, it, it's okay. Yeah. It's time to move on. You yep. don't have to stick around here. Yeah. Like you go to the like you watch these uh, ghost adventure shows and ghost hunters and and everything else, and they'll be in these asylums, these old abandoned asylums or these tuberculosis hospitals. That's right, th- with hundreds of spirits. Yeah, and they're like you get a lot of spirits on EVPs saying help me. Yeah, it's like well I can't help you. Yeah, right, and like you feel bad because you're like oh crap I'm I'm here to prove your existence. Yep. And you did so by saying, help me, yeah. but I can't do a thing about it. Right. And I think that's kind of something that's uh, missing from our culture, I think, that kind of idea of helping the spirit move on after death. Because there are a lot of cultures where they have specific beliefs about death, where, like, you know, when you die, this is what's going to happen to you. And, mm-hmm. like, someone will talk you through that. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, we don't really think about that much. So when you die, you're just suddenly like, oh now what yeah we've got a funeral <laughs> for you and a wake and yeah right you drink a lot of beer and tell yeah. stories and <laughs> off you go yeah you know what we're gonna take a quick break while the dance studio is uh, <laughs> where all the kids are here yeah getting all and uh riled we'll, up. we'll come back when when it gets quiet again so <laughs> we'll be back in two seconds on your end <laughs> yeah, that's right you're listening to phantom faction podcast to reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Okay, we're back on Phantom Faction podcast and a special guest, Alex from Guelph, who's been sharing some stories with us. and Some very cool stories. Yeah, yeah so during yeah, our break. Yeah. Yes, and I was just going to say, during our break, we went upstairs to the main stage mm-hmm. and took a ton of photos and yep. got a ton of orbs and even Alex is like holy cow what's <laughs> going on up here yeah and uh it is a very very active place and I posted orb photos from the uh the Harrison Theater here on Facebook many many times right and you know what it's it's such a a non-thing almost now that yep I just delete them after I take them <laughs> I look at them and I go that's pretty cool yeah. you know look at this one and yeah and uh we're getting well, jaded yes <laughs> We can tell you that it's it's not bugs. No, it's winter. Right. Winter came early. Right. There's no bugs. They're all hibernating. And it's not, right. dust doesn't travel at 30 miles an hour. No. Sideways and then do a loop-de-loop and a barrel roll and a victory <laughs> run by the end of the stage. It seemed to be where you were taking the shots. They seemed to be shooting upward from the floor. Yeah. You I wish know. we could videotape that. It yeah. only works when the when it's completely dark in there and you got the flash on your phone going. Right. So, I mean, there's probably somebody that can debunk that as well, but, you know. You debunk all you want. Yeah, exactly. Those are orbs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I asked some of them to slow down, and they did. Yeah, and they did. You know, dust doesn't put the brakes on yeah. either. Neither do bugs. And if you're listening, you probably believe in that stuff anyway, so. So, Alex, uh, 
the stories don't stop where we just uh, <laughs> well, yeah I got I got a few more <laughs> and that's 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 fantastic. why you're here yeah, yeah that's why you're here so uh, as, as I mentioned now my, my wife isn't a huge believer in the paranormal but she's got some weird stories and uh, I asked her if I could share a couple of them. Did you really ask her? Um, I did. Okay. Because she's going to listen to this and go, I told you not to yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be on the couch tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she had one story where, um, so this was when I lived in Montreal and she lived in Windsor. So it was, you know, a long drive back An and 11 forth. 11-hour drive. Wow. So she had come to visit me in Montreal and then was driving home. Uh, she got caught in traffic in Toronto because, like, a gas main burst or something. And so she was three hours late, so, you know, a 14-hour drive. It was the middle of the night. She was driving home. And uh, in in the area she lived, um, it was Amherstburg, Ontario, just outside Windsor, there's a street that was commonly thought, like, there's a lot of stories about it. It was called Texas Road. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, people would tell all kinds of stories about the place. Like a haunted road kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's the story of the uh, the prom, the guy going to prom and he crashed his car and killed his girlfriend or whatever, and his spirit was supposed to wander there. Okay. Um, lots of stories like that. Hmm. So she was driving down that road, and it was about uh, 2 or 3 in the morning. And she said she was driving, and it looked like the road started to kind of swerve ahead of her, but it's it's a straight road, so that's kind of weird. And she saw a black figure in the middle of the road, and it just kind of came right in, like, right through her almost. So just kind of right up to her and through her. And she said just as it passed through her, she felt this terrible despair, like just this horrible Mm -hmm. feeling. And then it was gone, and the road was straight again. Yeah. And uh, that really freaked her out. <laughs> but, you know, she explains it as, oh, I was driving all day. I was just tired. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I ran a guy over yeah. wearing a black suit. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, it was just, you know, it went right through and she felt the chill as it kind of passed wow. through. That's like movie stuff. Yeah, right exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had uh, another experience where she was just uh, out on the back porch having a cigarette. And she saw this triangle-shaped craft zoom up, stop above her, and then zoom away. Wow. And uh, that was... uh, So Windsor's right across the border from Detroit. Like, it's just a river Mm -hmm. between them. And there are... There is, like, an Air Force base right over that way. So she's thinking that it was some experimental military vehicle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you... You know, you always look for the logical explanation, for sure. Yeah. You know, but uh, sometimes it's just like, well... Yeah. <laughs> so she's yeah. she's had, you know, these experiences, but, uh, you know, she always explains it away. <laughs> right. I've had an experience where, and I had my family in the car, and um, not far from here, on Highway 6, uh, driving down, and I was heading home. I just, I saw something crossing my path where I had to hit the brakes. Yeah. And there was nothing. My wife's like, what, what, you know? And I know I saw something, and I didn't, you know, know exactly. What did you see? It, well, to me, it was like a, a human, like a figure of a human, like a, you know, it would like have been normal, a shadow. Like a normal-sized yeah. human? Yeah, or yeah. Wasn't Bigfoot running across the road? Or? No, no. 
No, but I mean, you see it out of the corner of your eye, and I yeah. literally hit the brakes. <laughs> and, you know, fortunately, nobody behind me or anything at the yeah. time, but, you know, but enough for my family to go, what? Like, was it nighttime? It was dusk. Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, it was just, it and was. And when did this happen? Very odd. Oh, probably, probably a couple of years ago now. Oh, another story you've been holding on. <laughs> he does this a lot. I know, you're always digging oh, it Oh, yeah, he says, that, that time that I got uh, yeah. abducted by those aliens. <laughs> I didn't get it. When did that happen, Dave? Oh, like yeah. six weeks ago. <laughs> but it is, it's a freaky feeling. Yeah. You know, and then you're kind of embarrassed because nobody else saw what you saw. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of those stories, like, you know, of, mm-hmm. of ghosts on, on the highway or on mm-hmm. the road or something. Yeah. And I, I wonder, it's... Uh, there, you know, people feel a lot of road rage when they're driving. I wonder if that kind of feeds into it or something. Who yeah. knows? Oh yeah, the entire city of Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of ghosts. But uh, yeah, I've I've had a friend who had a similar experience where they saw kind of a shadow creature go across the road in front of them and slam on the brakes. But mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? Yeah, I have no idea whether I went through this shadow or what, but it's enough to scare me anyway. Yeah. So. And then you're thinking, okay, was that a premonition or is something going to happen or is somebody right. going to die? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and, and I've heard my, my grandmother tell stories too where uh, she had yelled at my grandfather when he was driving because there was a figure on the road and he drove right through it, right? She <laughs> wow. freaked out. He could see it, but he couldn't. Right. Wow. Yeah. And he stopped the car wondering what's going on and, you know, and she's like, oh, and then... Uh, apparently uh, it was a sister of her had died the next day or something like that or you know so whether it was related to that or not but Hmm. but she always had these you know sightings and premonitions so yeah everybody's grandma is like that isn't it (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. i sure thought that as a kid though yeah. yeah yeah i mean it could be shadows uh it's dusk at the time you know yeah you don't know. You can try to look for that logical explanation, but all in all, it frightens me. On the other on the other side of that story, my dad has a, a tale that he likes to tell from when he was a kid, uh, and they were in Nova Scotia, like rural Nova Scotia. He was a bit of a prankster, and what he would like to do is get a big black trench coat, mm-hmm. wait at the side of the road, and then... Run across when some lonely driver was coming oh. and then hide in the ditch on the other end. Yeah. So, so there are pranksters. <laughs> Maybe there's a prankster out there. Who knows? <laughs> lucky if your dad never got shot or yeah, no run kidding, over. Right? That's right. Uh, so you're no longer uh, downtown Guelph. Yeah. But you remain in Guelph. That's right. Uh, any stories from <laughs> current stories? Well, our our current place is thankfully pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um. Not too much activity there. Now, I don't know if it is anything, but sometimes we feel like uh, at night we our living room kind of faces the back, and it's just kind of like a, a kind of small yard. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we're in a townhouse, so it's kind of like a public space. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like there's something that walks around back there. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, turn yeah. the lights out and get your yeah, camera get my going. camera and see you if the camera orbs, eh? You never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You mentioned but, that uh, you feel sometimes it, it stares yeah, at you. Yeah, like or... you know, you get that feeling where something's watching you. I've kind of learned to trust that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, know. definitely. But 
Yeah, compared to the last place, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. Well. No. Uh, so I, I have a group of friends, though, who's kind of interested in paranormal stuff as well. And we decided to do uh, a seance at one of my friend's houses. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever participated in one of those. No. No. Was there a Ouija board involved? No Ouija board, but there was a spirit board, a homemade spirit board and a pendulum. So you okay. have the letters oh. and numbers kind of in a circle. Alrighty. And the pendulum yep. can so point similar, to stuff. It's very similar, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so we... Uh, yeah, we decided to see if there's any spirits there that wanted to talk to us. And uh, my wife was there as well. She is, she thought this would be kind of fun. And so we asked if there's any spirits. And right away she's like, oh, there's someone. Is your name Anthony? And it said no. And then it spelled out Tony. <laughs> oh, close <laughs> so enough. So she's yeah. close. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was really weird. We got a lot of, like, because it's, it's a pendulum and it's, you know, pointing was out Was Tony letters. connected to anyone at the table? or uh, No. So we, we asked a lot of questions. Um, There's two spirits there that came through, someone named Tony and someone named Frank. And uh, they were older Italian men. I was going to say, it's uh, mm-hmm. mafia and, uh, spirits. <laughs> yeah, that neighborhood in Guelph. Yep. You know, a lot of uh, Italian folks there. A lot of Italians, yeah. Yep. Um, so Tony and Frank, um, they, you know, we asked them kind of what they what they were up to. Um, and the, the story that kind of came out of it was it, it was these two Italian guys who were older. They liked, you know, their friends. They would hang out together and they would watch movies. <laughs> and... Uh, and they, we asked them what their favorite uh, movie scene was, and they spelled out Rosebud, like, you know, in oh, really? Citizen Kane there. Oh, wow. And so, you know, we thought... thought you were going to say The Godfather, <laughs> <Yeah>. Goodfellas. Or... <laughs> so, you know, we thought that was pretty interesting. And then my my friend, whose house it was, decided, yeah, you know, I should ask some of my neighbors if they know anything about this. And uh, sure enough, apparently the person who used to live in the house next door was named Tony. Like, you know, 50 years back or whatever. Yep. And uh, that neighborhood was kind of like family land. Like, they didn't have separated backyards. It was a big open space that they all shared. Right. And, uh, yeah, so we think that we were picking up on some of the spirits that were living there. Local neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Neighborhood spirits. They seem like nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> no one's yeah. head started to turn. Yeah, nothing Nothing. No one was puking there. out green, green, pea, yeah. green pea soup. You know, or... people... Uh, you always hear the horror stories about spirit boards oh, and stuff, but right. these guys seemed harmless. But you know what? Uh, I mean, we just tried to do an EVP session upstairs yeah. with my phone, and that, that's no different. It's that's it. it. Yeah. It's no different than, it, uh, than a Ouija board. Like, Hollywood yeah. has really yeah. uh, made the Ouija board a right. symbol of <laughs> evil, right? Yes. Well, I mean, if you think about it, when, when you get a group of, like, giddy teenagers together right. playing with this thing trying to get a spirit to come through what kind of spirit you think will come through mm. something that wants to toy horny teenage them. boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like you, you know, know like a trickster <clears throat> type, type spirit yeah right? for sure like if you're a, that kind of person in life yeah. you know why wouldn't you want to mess with people yeah. when you're dead yeah too, right? or you know if you're if you're drunk and messing around with it and stuff that's right what do you think's going to come through I yeah. think I think it's it's what you go in looking for yeah. is what you're going to find. Yeah. You know, you're you're opening a door uh, to to that 
you know, yeah. like like you said, if, if you're if you're looking for evil and you're gonna open that door, yeah, and you're gonna or find if you're it. if you're scared while you're doing it, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get something that'll yeah, your energy's gonna gonna yeah. suck something in. But uh, yeah, so you know, you hear all the horror stories, but I think you know if you're respectful. Yeah, take precautions and protect yourself. Uh, yeah, it'll be fine. I, th- I think my mom threw out maybe two two Ouija boards, <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> just because she's seen the movies or seen the TV shows, oh, I know. and yeah. went, "I don't want that in the house." Right? Uh, you know, one you know time it just disappeared. I know she got rid of I it. I had asked a guy in town. I'd found a guy online who has a wood etching machine. Right. And I was going to make Ouija boards. With mm-hmm. the Phantom Faction logo oh, on yeah. it, just just for fun, sure. and, and I wasn't going to make the planchettes, right? So it was just the board, just a piece of artwork. Yeah. And the guy, the guy was like, "Yeah, no problem. I can do." It. He says, "What are you making?" I said, "Ouija boards." Boom! He hung no up thing. on me. Is that right? <laughs> Literally, boom! And I'm like, yeah. "Come on, dude! Like, yeah, give me a break, right?" No. Yeah. Do you there's, think there's a story? It was there. like a laser engraving thing yeah. or whatever. And, well, that's uh, too bad. I, I think a lot of it's just superstition too. Yes. So. It is pretty weird that because you can, some of them are beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like there, the like there's some guys ones. I follow on Facebook who who make their own. Yeah, like and they're gorgeous, you yeah. know. And they're made out of cherry wood and maple, and these they're varnished and and intricate uh, engravings on them. And it's like oh, I'd like to have that just just to have it on the wall or yeah, you know. I wouldn't have the, yeah. the planchette with it, but <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but or even if I did, it's just going to sit there and yeah. collect dust. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's it's pretty weird that you can go to a toy store and buy something that supposedly will let you speak with the spirit world. <laughs> yes. It like, is kind of an odd thing. We don't we don't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> What's that joke? They won't let kids play with kinder eggs. Right. But you can conjure a demon when yeah. you're six years old or whatever. <laughs> yep. Kinder eggs are illegal in the States now. Really? <laughs> but Joking you, hazard, right? Yeah, but you could buy a yeah. you could buy a Ouija board and yeah, call up the bad spirits and call know. up the Kinder demons. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. Uh, the the history of the Ouija board is pretty interesting too. Do you know anything about that? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, so it kind of came out of the uh, spiritualism movements in the late nineteenth century, early twentieth century. And apparently, the name Ouija or we. Actually means something. It means like good fortune or well. Good, or what hello I've heard or, or, I is forget. it's uh, it's yes. So we mm-hmm. is yeah. yes in German, French, right? and then ya ja is yes in German. Oh, okay. Right. Why well, they chose that name, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But uh, yeah, so spiritualism is is pretty interesting. It's uh, something that was really really popular, like in the eighteen hundreds and up to World War One, and yeah, and you know that was you know the classic thing you see with people doing seances and yep. table tapping and those spirit boards mm-hmm. and then some businessman got you know saw a picture of one of those spirit boards in the newspaper and just got the bright idea to start mass marketing them Mattel or is yeah. it Mattel or I think so yeah something like that I forget yeah like Parker Brothers yeah they sell yeah. thousands of them I think there's probably one back here in our storage oh really yeah <laughs> let's break it out let's break it out <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're Planchette. Planchette, yeah. I don't you think can that's use a cup. Enough. Yeah. See, my mom and yeah, I, I've heard when that. we, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid, like 13, 14 years old, when we were having all the yep. problems in my house and we got rid of our bad spirit, we made our own Ouija board. Yeah. And we just took little, you know, pieces of paper, wrote the alphabet on them and numbers and yes and no. You put them in a circle mm-hmm. and yeah. you took a very f- uh, fine, light uh, wine glass. 
turned it over, mm-hmm. and you put your fingers on the base. Well, and it just slid all over the table and, yeah. and did its thing. So, I mean, you can make your own, and like yeah. like Alex is saying, you can use the pendulum. Yeah, yes, yeah. no, the weighted else. pendulum. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the original thing that uh, the spiritualists would do is table tapping, where you get a little small table, and you all put your hands on it, and the table would start to move by itself and like tap, mm. and you'd, well. you know, like three taps for C or whatever. Yeah. Morse code. Yeah, and so you know, it just kind of start yeah. moving around by itself. And I, I'm fascinated by pendulums. Yeah. Okay, you can hold them straight down, and you can ask to say yes or no. Yeah. Uh, what I understand is that you make the decision on what it's going to yeah. do. So if you want yes as it going back and forth, and no as a circle. Yeah. Look what yep. I found. There we go. <laughs> there it is. It's the Ouija board. Right. I just found it. But it is amazing um, to actually... You know, you're you're questioning the pendulum, and yeah. it does start to go one way or another. Yeah, is it you doing that? Yeah, is, I mean, you know, like there's there's the whole argument that like it's you're subconsciously moving it yourself, right? But I think, you but know, I've heard that with Ouija yeah, boards as well, right? I don't think that that you know psychomotor thing. I don't think that discounts it totally because I mean, yeah, you know, maybe that communication is coming in through your subconscious. Right, and maybe that's influencing how. It well, yeah, it's, and it, it's probably using like, I would think Ouija boards are using your energy or the group's mm-hmm. energy to be yep. moving it that's around. That's why I got to be touching it. Yeah, but exactly. I also remember watching a, a show. It was hosted by Penn Jillette, and yeah. you know Penn, right. Penn and Teller, right? And he's a huge skeptic. Yeah. He doesn't believe in anything. Right. Doesn't believe in God. Doesn't believe mm-hmm. in Bigfoot, ghosts, aliens, and he had some people go into a, a supposedly haunted hotel mm-hmm. and had them set up in the lobby and they were just random people and he blindfolded them and had them do the Ouija mm-hmm. and they were going all over the place. They were asking questions. They were going like, you know, yeah. DV9, yes, <laughs> no. Right. And he's like, yeah, you people, you, you got it, right? Yeah. And, and uh, so they weren't getting anything. Right. But when he took the blindfold off, yeah, they were getting all the answers. Hmm. Right. So it's like, yeah, you know, so like going there. Was, it, was yeah. it, you know, yeah, yeah. But was, I think was it actually working, or was mm-hmm. it not working, or you know, yeah, you have to be able to see where yeah. it's going, or yeah, or maybe those people just don't didn't have it in them. Yeah, that's, that's true too. too. Right, like, like if the three of us, yeah, or with John, yeah, did this, yeah, and blindfolded, and we had someone <laughs> saying, you know, asking the questions and watching it, mm-hmm. who knows, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they, like, when I have the pendulum, it doesn't move much, but my friend, it'll be, like, swinging like crazy. (laughs) Right. So, I don't know. That's definitely a Canadian Ouija board. (laughs) It's got the English and French on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Au revoir. It says at the bottom, Yeah. (laughs) Yes, and oui. No, and no. (laughs) Uh, Any last stories there, Alex, before we... Oh, man, I think I gave you all my good ones. (laughs) And they were? He's saving up. Yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if I have any next new one. ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, we often talk about workplace and yeah. what about your office and stuff. Is um, there anything that you feel in there? Or? Well, I mean, not really. <laughs> I, yeah. I sometimes feel like there will be someone walking behind me and I'll look and there's no one there. Yeah, but I don't know if that's just me being paranoid that my boss is looking over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so but other, other than that, no, nothing really. Yeah. Catch you sleeping, like at the yeah, library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't sleep at work. <laughs> so. 
Well, we appreciate you uh, dropping by and and yeah. being a fan. We really uh, yeah, thanks for reaching it. out and yeah. emailing us. You're one of the few. Yeah, but uh, yeah. we seem to be getting a few more people who are like want to be interactive and yep. tell their stories and and uh, or you know we've we've had some nice emails just people telling us that you know yep. that they like the show and the way the way we do it and yep the and way you it's listen going. on Spotify. That's right. Yeah. Glad I connected up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I listen to my music on there, so yeah. I can just get the podcasts on there, Why too. Not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can find us on CastBox, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Play. Everywhere. Yeah. Every and then podcast. a bunch of other ones that have picked <laughs> us up that I didn't apply for, but they're, they <laughs> they're picked them up like, anywhere. You yeah. gotcha. That's anyway. right. <laughs> I think even uh, one time I went to iHeartRadio. And they have a list of podcasts there, and we were on it. Like, iHeart? Yeah. I've never heard of it. It's it's a big company <laughs> yeah, that okay. owns a bunch of radio stations across oh, well. everywhere. But they started, you know, promoting some podcasts. And if you go through their website, then you can click on Phantom Faction there. Cool. Well, we are worldwide, too. Yeah. yeah. We've got people from Scotland and yeah. Australia and... Alaska, everywhere, and Greece, all over the place. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, technically. <laughs> How long were you there in, in Greece? Well, just till I was two. Two, yeah. So, so like, you don't really remember any of. He's not a no. Greek anchor, baby. I don't. I don't speak Greek. No, like, you know, other than the basic how to order Opa. beer and stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. That's any, cool. Okay, and uh, check out our Facebook page. And if you have any ghost stories, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Right. Phantom Faction at Outlook.com or send us a message on Facebook. Yep. Right? And it doesn't have to be a ghost story. It could be anything paranormal. It could be That's UFOs. Right. It could be Bigfoot, Dogman, Chupacabra. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whatever. Loch Ness. We want to hear it. Right? And, uh, Don't be shy. Yeah. And we, we only use first names. Yeah. <laughs> and even right. if you want to change your name for the program, right. that's fine too. That's right. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.